Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. That a man who calculated for good and made a maniac that would stand the test of time and speak volumes for his home nation. And I hope you will agree. And I will read his letter to Thomas Jefferson to let you know how well versed this Benjamin Banneker was. He was born in 1731 on this day of November 9th, but nobody has his natal chart on the astro.com site. So happy birthday to you. I did not forget you. Happy birthday and thank you for inspiring me. I am not a mathematician. I am not an astronomer. I am not a... I want to name all the things that you are. I'm not a clockmaker as you are. I am not <laughs> as an elegant writer as you are, but I honor you in all that you have done to inspire, I'm sure, like myself and many others as one of an African race. And this is one of the quotes it's that he wrote in his letter to Thomas Jefferson. It says, I am of the African race and in the color which is natural to them of the deepest dye. And it is under a sense of the most profound gratitude to the supreme ruler of the universe. So I'll read more about that later. I'm just going to come to you first. But where the heavenly bodies are, a kind of combination. Because today, also, Carl Sagan was born, also one of the astronomers that I appreciate because of his quote, the pale blue dot. He was born, of course, in 1934, much later than Benjamin. Actually, he was born 203 years later than Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin Banneker was born before that. Nonetheless, we unfortunately do not have the time of Benjamin Banneker's birth. But we do have the time of Carl Sagan, which is 5.05 p.m. And that is the time that I will share where the heavenly bodies are. Eastern Standard Time today because he was born in the New York City, USA. Be right back with that. Welcome to Monday, November 9th, 2020. 
And I will be sharing, first and foremost, where the heavenly bodies are this amazing week to be. There's a lot happening this week. But first, where are the heavenly bodies? At 5.05 p.m. New York City Eastern Standard Time in honor of Carl Sagan, who was born on this date in 1934 at 5.05 p.m in New York City. So we will start with the sun. And as I always said, that because the Libra season started on the 1st of November, it's quite easily to calculate what degree it is today. Nine, because we're in the 9th of November. So the sun is at nine degrees. Mercury is at 34 degrees, almost 35 degrees of Virgo. Our Venus is at 21 degrees of Virgo. Our moon will be at, or depending on when you're listening to that, at the time that I mentioned that is Eastern Standard Time at 5.05 will be at 16 degrees of Leo, so more or less in the middle of Leo. Then we still have the calculation because that is the vibration, a very important vibration of 26, which is 8, where the North Node is in Taurus and where the Jupiter and Pluto conjunction will be this week. Then we have Uranus, which is at 9 degrees Aries, but also aligned with Satus constellation. Mars is at 23. It will go station at 23 and then this week will be going forward. But it is also very important to also hold space and notice the power of stationary planets. Just like we know the power of the stationary Mercury on the election day for the American um, USA. Chiron is still vibrating at 13 degrees, which is a four. Neptune is still at 20 degrees retrograde. I did mention that Mars is retrograde and Uranus is retrograde. Hope you know, yes. Then we have Saturn is out of the 20 zone. (laughs) It is at 30 degrees of Sagittarius. There are 33 degrees in Sagittarius, so it will be leaving sooner than later. Then we have mentioned, as I mentioned before, Pluto is at 26 degrees. It moves very slow, but Jupiter that recently has gone direct and held stationary at 20 degrees is quite quick on its toes and it is now at 25 degrees a hair away from vibrating at 26 so watch this space everybody and the south node is actually in a focus at 12 degrees and that is where the heavenly bodies are this monday the 9th of November 2020. Thank you for listening. If you want to stay tuned to listen to all the achievements of Mr. Bannister and the letter that I don't think I'll be able to read in its entirety, but definitely a good 
portion of it that is quite inspirational then that will be coming right after this also i'm going live today if you haven't heard in part celebration to uh mr benjamin banneker and carl sagan so that is also interesting i also want to celebrate elijah lovejoy he was a journalist whose um printing press was burned down and he was actually shot by pro-slavery um people back in the 1800s he was a white man just so you know that there were a lot of people who were against slavery not just particular ones um and he basically his you know he stood by his uh abolition um theories and beliefs and it cost him his life and he had a newspaper where he would print, of course, um, his arguments for the ending of slavery. And in the end, he paid his life with it by um, it's clear that some men who were kind of infiltrating his organization for um, anti-slavery were, you know, men in Congress, you know, upstanding men that have Wikipedia pages, but it doesn't mention that they were anti-slavery, I mean, pro-slavery, sorry, in on the Wikipedia page. But also, it's a, another, you know, little thing that you might have heard in my little jiggy is that Benjamin Ban- Banneker doesn't have a page on astro.com. And I'm not happy about that. There's a lot of people who don't have the birth time who have the birth date. And for someone who contributed so much to, you know, astronomy, I'm quite disappointed. I might even have to type a letter. I think I'll just send his letter from Thomas Jefferson. Anyway, um, I hope you come back for that and have a nice Monday. Be motivated. By the divine forces in the sky, be motivated by Mars going direct this week, but first being stationary. Be motivated that many people are looking up and acknowledging what is actually happening in the sky. I know I am grateful for all those people who are following Sky Astrology and who are sharing the message that is very close to my heart that due to my 35 years of observing and being aware of the heavenly bodies in the sky that I am able to share a very organic interpretation of the heavenly bodies and without any frills or any impressions that are personally you know my own or colored with an agenda these are basic alchemy astronaut astronomical informations that are there to remind you of who you are 
You don't need me to tell you who you are. You know who you are. And what I do is just a prompt, just giving you the tools to remember these beautiful gifts that everyone has, gifts that are given your path. Our soul's journey is our gift because it is unique. So if you want a discovery call, it's absolutely free. It's my gift to those who are truly curious about where and how the energies of our um, sky was interacting at the moment that you became an earth lane on this earth plane because before you were a water being in the womb of the waters of mama womb okay (laughs) have a great monday talk to you soon i don't know if i'm gonna come on every single day to be honest hands up because if the things are just moving one degree and i've got some a very special project going and so i will be coming on quite often though let's say maybe Every time the moon changes, hmm, give me some feedback. What do you think? Like I say, if you want to know where the moon is, remember it moves one degree every two hours, no matter wherever you are in the world. Okay. And of course, the sun moves one degree a day. Take care of yourselves. Cheers. Bye. Adios. Avida hurling. Avida zen. Tschüss. This letter was written on August 19, 1791 by Benjamin Banneker to President Thomas Jefferson. It goes as follows. Sir, I am fully sensible of the greatness of that freedom which I take with you on the present occasion, a liberty which seemed to me scarcely allowable when I reflected on that distinguished and dignified station in which you stand and the almost general prejudice and prepossession which is so prevalent in the world against those of my complexion. Full stop, new paragraph. I suppose it is a truth too well attested to you to need a proof here that we are a race of beings, capital B, who have long labored under the abuse and censor of the world, that we have long been looked upon with an eye of contempt, and that we have long been considered rather as brutish than human and scarcely capable of mental endowments. Full stop. New paragraph. Sir, I hope I may safely admit in consequence of that report which hath reached me that you are a man far less inflexible in sentiments of this nature than many others, that you are measurably friendly and well disposed towards us, and that you are willing and ready to lend your aid and assistance to our relief from those many distresses 
and numerous calamities to which we are reduced. Now, sir, if this is founded in truth, I apprehend you will readily embrace every opportunity to eradicate that train of absurd and false ideas and opinions which so generally prevails with respect to us, and that your sentiments are concurrent with mine, which are that one universal Father hath given being to us all, and that he hath not only made us all of one flesh, but that he hath also without particularity afforded us all the same sensations and endued us all with the same faculties, faculties and that however variable we may be in society or religion, however diversified in situations or color, we are all of the same family and stand in the same relation to him. New paragraph. Sir, if these are sentiments at which you are fully persuaded, I hope you cannot but acknowledge that it is the indispensable duty of those who maintain for themselves the rights of human nature and who profess the obligations of Christianity to extend their power and influence to the relief of every part of the human race from whatever burdens or oppression they may unjustly labor under. And this I apprehend a full conviction of the truth and obligation of these principles should lead all to. Sir, I have long been convinced that if your love for yourselves and for those inestimable laws which preserve to you the rights of human nature was founded on sincerity, you could not be solicitous that every individual of whatsoever rank or distinction might with you equally enjoy the blessings thereof. Neither could you rest satisfied short of the most active diffusion of your exertions in order to their promotion from any state of degradation to which the unjustifiable cruelty and barbarism of men may have reduced them. Sir, I freely and cheerily fully acknowledge that I am of African race and in that color which is natural to them of the deepest dye and it is under a sense of the most profound gratitude to the supreme ruler of the universe that I now confess to you that I am not under that state of tyrannical tyrandom and inhuman captivity to which too many of my brethren are doomed because he was a free man but that I have abundantly tasted of the fruition of those blessed 
which proceed from that free and unquilled liberty with which you are favored and which I hope you will willingly allow you have received from the immediate hand of that being from whom proceeded every good and perfect gift. Sir, suffer me to recall to your mind that time in which the arms and tyranny of the British crown were exerted with every powerful effort in order to reduce you to a state of servitude. Look back, I entreat you, on the variety of dangers to which you were exposed. Reflect on that time in which every human aid appeared unavailable, in which even hope and fortitude wore the aspect of inability of the com- to the conflict, and you cannot be led to a serious and grateful sense of your miraculous and provincial preservation. You cannot but acknowledge that the present freedom and tranquility which you enjoy, you have mercifully received and that it is the particular blessing of heaven. This, sir, was a time in which you clearly saw into the injustice of a state of slavery and in which you had just apprehensions of the horrors of its condition. It is now, sir, that your abhorrence Therefore, was so excited that you publicly held forth this true and invaluable doctrine, which is worthy to be recorded and remembered in all succeeding ages. Quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, end quote. Here, sir, was a time in which your tender feelings of yourselves have engaged you thus to declare you were then impressed with proper ideas of the great validation of liberty and the free possession of those blessings to which you were entitled by nature. But sir, how pitiful is it to reflect that although you were so fully convinced of the benevolence of the father of mankind and of his equal and impartial distribution of those rights and privileges which he had conferred upon them that you should at the same time counteract his mercies in detaining by fraud and violence so numerous a part of my brethren under groaning captivity and cruel oppression that you should at the same time be found guilty of that most criminal act which you professly detested in others with respect to yourselves. Full stop, new paragraph. Sir, 
I suppose that your knowledge of the situation of Ibrethen is too extensive to need a recital here. Neither shall I presume to prescribe methods by which they may be relieved, otherwise than by recommending to you and all others to wean yourselves from these narrow prejudices which you have imbibed with respect to them. And as Job proposed to his friends, quote, put your souls in their soul's stead. Ooh, end quote. Let me read that again. Put your souls in their souls, I guess he means instead. This is, you know, a different uh, time. End quote. Thus shall your hearts be enlarged with kindness and benevolence towards them. And thus shall you need neither the direction of myself or others, others in what manner to proceed herein. End. And now, sir, although my sympathy and affections for my brother hath caused my enlargement thus far, I ardently hope that your candor and generosity will plead with you in my behalf when I make known to you that it was not originally my design, but that having taken up my pen in order to direct to you as a present a copy of an ammanac, which I have calculated for the succeeding year. I was unexpectedly and unavoidably led thereto. This calculation, sir, is the product of my arduous study in this my advanced stage of life for having long and unbounded desires to become acquainted with the secrets of nature. I have had to gratify my curiosity, Henine, through my own assiduous application to astronomical study, in which I need not to recount to you the many difficulties and disadvantages which I have had to encounter. And although I had almost declined to make any calculation for the ensuring year in consequence of the time which I had allowed it, therefore being taken up at the federal territory by the request of Mr. Andrew Ellicott, yet finding myself under several engagements to printers to this state to whom I am communicated my design on my return to my place of residence. I industriously applied myself thereto, which I hope I have accomplished with correctiveness and accuracy, a copy of which I have taken the liberty to direct to you, and which I humbly request you will favorably receive. And although you may have the opportunity of pursuing it after its publication, yet I choose to send it to you in manuscript previous thereto, that thereby you may, you might not only have an earlier inspection, 
but that you might also view it in my own handwriting. And now, sir, I shall conclude and subscribe myself with the most profound respect, your obedient, humble servant, Benjamin Banneker. I think he has a post note. Yes, he has a post note. As an essay of my calculation is put into the hand of Mr. Cruzunk of Philadelphia for publication, I would wish that you might neither have this Amayak published nor give any printer an opportunity thereof, as it might tend to disappoint Mr. Joseph Cruzak in his cell. And then he had a post note. It said, my father was brought here a slave from Africa. The end of this. So, if... You know, the funny thing is, of course, we knew that Thomas Jefferson lived a a hypocritical life, right? There's a lot of proof about that. It's not his day for us to talk about that. But I hope that you felt as I did or something how passionate and eloquent he wrote about the his brethren those of the deepest die were living under and although i raise my head and i am proud and i am so thankful for the people who see me for me first and foremost i have to acknowledge sometimes that there are others who see my color first And it is a shame. But like my mother taught me, it's shame on them. And it's their disadvantage. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Have a beautiful, beautiful moment. If you made it to the end of this, you have a special present from me. So share where you can if you're on Twitter. Or on Instagram, I will put a little piece of the happy birthday share and hashtag Benjamin Banneker so that more people know of this amazing man and um, book a discovery call with me, even if you've had one, so I can present a gift of your choosing to me. I will give you the choices, of course. Okay, take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. Cheerio.